Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. Alan J. Huth shares a Bible passage with comments from over 35 years of his personal Bible reading journals and applies the Word of God to our daily lives. Today we are in Luke chapter 6. We're going to cover the Beatitudes and other aspects of the continuing ministry of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Let's listen to Faith Comes by Hearing's reading of Luke 6. Luke 6 On a Sabbath, while he was going through the grain fields, his disciples plucked and ate some heads of grain, rubbing them in their hands. But some of the Pharisees said, Why are you doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath? And Jesus answered them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry, he and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God and took and ate the bread of the presence? which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to those with him. And he said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath he entered the synagogue and was teaching, and a man was there whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and the Pharisees watched him to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath, so that they might find a reason to accuse him. But he knew their thoughts, And he said to the man with the withered hand, Come and stand here. And he rose and stood there. And Jesus said to them, I ask you, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to destroy it? And after looking around at them all, he said to him, Stretch out your hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored. But they were filled with fury and discussed with one another what they might do to Jesus. In these days he went out to the mountain to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. And when day came, he called his disciples and chose from them twelve, whom he named apostles, Simon, whom he named Peter, and Andrew his brother, and James and John, and Philip and Bartholomew, and Matthew and Thomas, and James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon who was called the Zealot, and Judas the son of James, and Judas Iscariot who became a traitor. And he came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured and all the crowd sought to touch him, for power came out from him and healed them all. And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven. For so their fathers did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you shall be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all people speak well of you, for so their fathers did to the false prophets. 
But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. To one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from one who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who begs from you. And from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. If you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High. For He is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. He also told them a parable. Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone when he is fully trained will be like his teacher. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take out the speck that is in your eye, when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye. You hypocrite! First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take out the speck that is in your brother's eye. For no good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house, who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house and could not shake it, because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the stream broke against it, immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. There is so much in Luke chapter 6, and two out of the three years I'm going to share, I divided the chapter in half. I did so in 1994. I read Luke 6, 1 through 26 on the first day. I wrote, Jesus spent the whole night in prayer before God before he selected his apostles. And then I wrote, I don't understand why God set up the law and Jesus broke it, like picking grain on the Sabbath. Or was it that the Pharisees had expanded the law so much that it hindered religion rather than helped it? The next day I finished Luke chapter 6, beginning with verse 27 through the end, and I wrote, quoting various verses, 
Treat people as you want to be treated, and I refer to verse 31. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful, verse 36. Do not judge or condemn, referring to verse 37. And then I wrote, Who is my teacher today? I continued to write, I have laid my foundation on the rock of Jesus Christ. My house is built on Christ, and as the flood rises and rains come bursting against my house, it's not going to shake because it has been well built. Praise God. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, even in the storm. That was written on the Wednesday after the weekend from hell. In 1995, I did read Luke 6 all in one day, and I wrote, Jesus spites the scribes and Pharisees by healing a withered hand, filling them with rage. And then I wrote, Jesus prayed all night before selecting his leadership, the apostles. Then I looked at verse 19 power went out from him. And then verse 27, love your enemies. And verses 36 through 37, be merciful, judge not, condemn not. How do I do this and show a need for people to be saved? The next year, 1996, I split the chapter in two again, reading the first 26 verses on the first day. And I wrote, Jesus challenged the religion of his day. He defended picking grain and healed the withered hand to anger the Pharisees. He knew their thoughts, so he had the guy stand up in front of them and heal the hand, sort of an in-your-face. They were filled with rage. And then I wrote, Jesus prayed all night before picking the apostles. The next day I read Luke 6, 27 through the end, and I wrote, And just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. And I was referring to verse 31. I continued to write, Love your enemies, do good, hope for nothing in return, judge not, condemn not, forgive, give. I finished with this, Lord Jesus, remove the plank in my eye so I can see clearly. And then I wrote, For every tree is known by its fruit. Obedience is the foundation. Do what God says. There's so much to look at in Luke chapter 6, but we won't have time because of the length of this recording already. So I want to focus on prayer. Verse 12 says, In these days he went out to the mountain to pray, and all night he continued in prayer to God. When I read something like that, I sometimes question, did Jesus even need to pray? After all, he's part of the Trinity. He's part of God and the Holy Spirit. But we read throughout the scriptures that Jesus prayed. If Jesus needs to pray, how much more do we need to pray? So how's your prayer life? In this instance, Jesus is going to select leadership. He's going to select those who are going to carry his message to the ends of the earth when he leaves. It's such an important matter that he prays all night. We don't know what his prayers were like. Maybe it was for him to pick the right people. But more likely, it was for the twelve. He knew who he would choose. He knew what they would face. He lifted them all night up before the Heavenly Father. I know I need much prayer as I think about the rest of the principles in this chapter. Principles like love your enemies, turn the other cheek, give to everyone who begs from you, and from one who takes away your goods, do not demand them back. Judge not, condemn not, forgive, and for each tree being known by its fruit, including me, and from out of the abundance of my heart, the mouth speaks. And lastly, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? I don't know about you, but I need a lot of prayer concerning those matters. Jesus, thank you for the reminder in this chapter to pray. 
to pray for big decisions we need to make, to pray for people around us, to pray for our enemies, to pray that we can be found as a good tree and bear much fruit for you. Lord, I fall so far short. Please forgive me, and by the power of your word, continue to challenge me to do better. May you prune me so that I might bear better fruit for you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.